Hey, y'all. Real quick before I hit play on this episode of Familypreneur for you, I want to be sure that you know that I have a brand new podcast available for you to check out. It's called Just Marketing, and you can find it on this podcast platform. Go ahead and search for Just Marketing and hit subscribe so you don't miss anything. Then come back here and listen to this episode of Familypreneur. It'll still be here waiting for you. Welcome to Familypreneur, the podcast for parent entrepreneurs raising kidpreneurs. It's time for your weekly dose of inspiration and actionable tips to build your business and find better balance, all while strengthening your family. And now we'd like to introduce your host. She's my mom and the bomb.com, Meg Brunson. Hey there, thanks for joining me on another episode of the Familypreneur podcast. Today's guest is a content creator based out of Atlanta, Georgia, who produces funny and relatable online video content on social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and more. She's super thankful to have an opportunity to create content that not only makes people laugh, but also helps bring the light and love of Jesus into the darkness of the internet. I'm excited to introduce you today to Kara Lighty. Kara, thank you so much for joining me today. Hey, thank you. Thank you so much, Meg. I'm excited to be here. Yes, we connected a couple of years ago at Social Media Marketing World, and I've loved following your content ever since. I mentioned this um, you know, when, when I introduce you at the, at the summit, people will hear this a little bit again, but my kids know you because we watch TikTok together. So they think you are a celebrity and I am just the coolest being able to interview you. Uh, so I hope all of our listeners and viewers know what a treat this is. <laughs> my kids are so jealous. Oh, that's so cute. But that's the cool thing about social media and about TikTok is that the average person because you're a person that's all you are you know but oh yeah you can produce some content normal person yeah (laughs) produce some funny content now you've got 20,000 plus followers I mean it's incredible I know it's it's crazy so I'd love to hear a little bit about your journey I know you've been on a ton of platforms but like what is the journey that kind of led you up to TikTok and falling in love with that platform um, I think it all started back, uh, whenever, um, my youngest, she was about six months old or so. And, um, I remember hearing about Musical.ly and I was like, Oh, what's that app? And at the time there was like, you know, several different things. I had just started a YouTube channel. So I was kind of doing the YouTube thing. And then I was like, Oh, what's this like really cool, like phone app, you know, I can like create weird, funny videos. So that's essentially what I did was like, I, I just started creating like content on Musical.ly at the time that wasn't really Musical.ly like content. So like I got a lot of hate for it because I wasn't doing the, the motions Musical.ly that like people always <laughs> did like funny. And I was like, <laughs> I go, yeah, that's not me. So then I, I was just doing it the way that like worked for me. And you know, I just, I sort of just did it as something, um, I don't know. It was just sort of like a hobby at first, just like my YouTube. Like it was sort of like to make memories and just to make fun videos. I've always made funny videos as a kid. And, um, and then like whenever I, I sort of took like a break, you know, I got busy doing mom stuff. I was focused more on my YouTube channel and, um, that sort of thing. And then I kind of 
started to get discouraged with YouTube because the algorithm was really crappy, even though they say it's not, but it is. And just everybody was doing like the same thing all the time. And I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this occasionally, but you know, gonna focus on my family. We had just moved into this house. Um, so then I was like, oh, wait a minute. Like I heard musically got bought by another company. And so I checked it out and it took me forever to re-log in because it was like, it logged me out. And I was like, I finally got my, my password. And, and then I just started creating content again on there. And um, I really just like enjoyed it. It was just fun to do. It was just, like I said, like everything for me is like more of like a hobby. Like I, like, it's so funny. Cause like, I'll like go on shows or podcasts and like, you know, like, like a lot of people are making a lot of money doing these sort of things, but it's like, for me, like the hobby and like the fun part is like all I really care about. And it's like, cool if I make money eventually, but it's like, that's not really my goal. Like I just love like blessing people and like being funny and like having a good time. So that's essentially, you know, I started to create on there again and I just like, I think it was like the middle of last year like my content just started to like increase, like my views started to increase and, you know, the more consistent I was like the better. And, um, I just started to sort of like, um, take a turn and rebrand. And I, and I think it, it all kind of happened when, um, I made a viral video on Facebook without realizing it was going to go viral. And then I realized I was like, you know what? I don't think people really like seeing a bunch of vlogs about people's lives. So I'm just going to make these funny, weird videos. So I started doing like trendy type videos on Facebook. And I think that's like where my shift began. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I just started focusing on, on TikTok because that's where everything was like picking up a lot more for me. And it was just fun, you know? And it seems to have picked up really well for you. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's crazy. It's like, you think of like the most random idea and you film it and it like takes off. Like, like literally TikTok is one of those things, like there's no, like, you know, cause like a lot of platforms, it's like, you do this, you do this, this happens. And it's like, TikTok is like, you do this and maybe you add this and maybe it doesn't happen. And it's like, you do this and you kind of do this and then it takes off. Like, there's like no like set way to know like what is really, I mean, you can look at your analytics, you know, you could see the things that are trending. You can use those trends, sounds or, and or video ideas and play off of them. But like when it all comes down to it, like it's so random sometimes. And I'm like, <laughs> what, how is this? Like I made literally no effort in some videos and then I make a lot of effort in some and it just like nothing happens. So it's just, it's one of those things. And sometimes that can be a little frustrating at times because you're just like, dang it, like what the heck? But, um, I think that's just the whole thing. Like you have to like be pretty carefree about creating content and not like super serious, you know, like, yeah, I mean, it's level of seriousness, but like the rest of it has to be like, you know, kind of like, oh, okay, we'll see what happens, you know, that sort of <laughs> thing. So that's what I think. No. And I, I think the biggest takeaway is to have fun with it, that this is a fun platform, you know, and so have fun oh, with yeah. it, keep having fun with it and, you know, keep sure. looking at the analytics and making the best decision to, decisions mm -hmm. you can make, of course. Yeah, um, for sure. But the platform just has so much potential, I feel like, for reach oh. and growth that you don't want to okay. ignore it. Yeah. I mean, and, and a lot of times like same with like YouTube, I know people are like, I want to start a channel. Like they don't sound like that, but like, that's just how I, they're like, I want to start a channel. What do I do? And I'm like, okay, well you just start a channel. Like you're not going to know like what's going to come of 
what you create unless you create it. You know, like, like you can't just sit back and just like think about whether or not you should do something, you know, because you, and, and part of it I think is the fact that people don't want to fail and they don't want to make crappy content, but let's just be real. You are going to fail and you are going to make crappy content at first. We all do yep. like all our stuff. If we, if you go back, Meg, and you look at some of your old videos, I mean, but you see the growth, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like, like, it's not like, you know, I mean, like, it's not like a terrible thing. It's just right. like, for me, I always equate it to like when I started YouTube and I created thumbnails, like they're so bad back in the day. <laughs> but then I learned like the things to change and like I experiment and I'm not a graphic designer, but like I kind of taught myself how to do that stuff. And you sort of see what, what works for you. And it's just, I mean, you are going to have crappy stuff in the beginning. I mean, that's just how it works. And that's how, that's the only way you're going to learn, you know, cause then you're like, wait a minute, you know, like I should do this different. So that, I mean the same with TikTok. It's the same exact thing. I always compare it to parenting. Like if you waited until everything was perfect to have a baby, you'd have no babies ever. Exactly. That's so true. If it's, it's true, there's never a perfect time. Never. You could always have more money. You could always have a better job. You could always have a yeah. bigger house, like whatever, like it, if you've had kids or are thinking of, you know that like there's, and it's the same thing with business. And I think I, um, I saw Shalene Johnson and she had like a great example about, you know, you have to pull the trigger. Like you have to, if you're at like target practice, I'm I'm not a shooter. I don't, I don't know much about guns, but (laughs) if you handed me a gun and I was going to learn how to use it, there's only so much time you can spend aiming the gun. Eventually you got to fire it and see where the bullet goes. Because until you see where the bullet goes, you don't know how to correct your you actions. Yeah. Yeah. And that and that's a thing in it. And it's sort of like one of those things, like people are telling me they're like, I was like on a show last week or so, um, the Tim and Jim show. And the same thing happened. Like he was, you know, Jim, my friend Jim was asking me like, he's like, but he goes, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm really, I'm not really sure what to do. And I go, Jim, you just have to do it. Like you, like, you're going to figure it out. Like once you start doing it, like, if you're not getting like a lot of feedback on a certain style of video, you know, like if something like you, the audience in your community is going to show you like what direction to go in. Like it should always be something you enjoy doing. So I really, I'm an advocate of doing what you love to do and everybody will follow that. But being able to know like where you stand as far as like your content goes, like the only way you're going to know is what you said. Like, you just have to do it. Like, you know, you can't just keep sitting there not making content because you're scared that you're not funny enough. Well, you don't have to, thankfully. TikTok, I mean, you don't really have to be super funny, you know? Like, it is a comedic, that's why I love it because I'm I'm more on the comedic side. But, um, but if I was, like, super serious, like, I would still love it too. It's, like, a great platform. And I've seen some, like, I don't want to say super serious, but, like, some more serious, like, business business tiktoks where it's like those little snippets and they're showing you how to do something in canva or showing you how to do something right on tiktok or or whatever so um oh yeah those are really genius those are genius i love those i know that's life goal of mine Uh, yeah (laughs) that's a goal for the summit maybe yeah now, can you tell me a little bit about the demographics of people using TikTok? And then from that, what businesses should have a presence on, on the platform? Or if there are businesses that you think wouldn't work, what would those be? 
Um, well, the good thing with TikTok, it's a very, it ranges the demographic. Um, I do have to say there are a lot more on the younger side. Um, and so, um, <laughs> like I get a lot of, you know, Karen's on my, <laughs> like when I do something, Karen, I go, no, it's Kara. I try to correct them. But, um, so you get a lot of like younger, but there's definitely like, I've seen like grandparents on there. Yeah. Like there's like older people and like, I'm in my mid, you know, to late thirties. So, you know, it's, it varies, which is really good for any business. Um, I know, for example, one of my girlfriends is an actress. She's an improv actor. And, um, she says she's, she got a lot of, uh, 12 year olds on hers. So she has to like, like in a sense, almost like once like the younger crowd follows you, like you do have to be more conscious about what you're posting about, depending on what you're doing. Um, I mean, a lot of people don't, but that's just me. I am, but I'm mom. So, um, like for her, she's got a lot more younger kids, but I mean, I think everybody should be on there. I don't really think that there's like a wrong brand or person to be on there because the other thing that I always tell people are, or is, is that basically if you have a brand and you're considering jumping on that platform, start posting on a different, like an account, like versus a brand account and get an idea if you feel comfortable on there, you know what I mean? Like if that's something your brand wants to explore as far as platforms, um, and it, it kind of gives you an opportunity to kind of test out content. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can kind of decide whether or not you want to do that professionally. But I mean, I mean, there's dentists on there. There's that, a dentist that went viral. Oh, I he just like doing that. dances in his office. Yeah. The dentist, I think that's what dentist I think is his <laughs> name. I don't even know, but like he took off and he was just like, he was a dentist. He owns a practice in like California or something like that. And he basically was doing like the TikTok dances. Like, you know, a lot of people are like, do I have to do this dances if I go on there? No, you don't like, or you could be like me and make up really stupid dances. And like I just, I make up really dumb, funny things and that are so like, not like the trending stuff. Like, no, you don't have to be a dancer. You don't have to be, you know, a specific, you know, company or brand. Like, I mean, now since all of this coronavirus stuff happened, like there's so many more people consuming that platform than ever. Like, yeah. And, and that's why it's something that was challenging for me because like, then they started creating more content and I'm like, dang it, where'd you come from? Like here, you know, <laughs> but like, it's, I mean, it's fun. It's, and it, it's making it more challenging, which is a good thing, you know, but yeah, for sure. Like any business, I mean, I have a friend that's a lawyer and he has a TikTok, you know, like, and then I went on his show and talked to other lawyers um, and people like in, um, I think somebody was like in law enforcement and there's like police account, you know, like people that like everybody has one. Like it's, it's like an unlimited amount of like people and content on there. It's crazy. Now, can you, is there an easy way? Like if, if, if we want to take one of those examples, if I'm a lawyer, is there an easy way to go on there and like search for other lawyers or would you use like hashtags? Um, thing? That. um I would, I would definitely look up some hashtags. Um, 
I mean, I personally know like other, another lawyer on there, but like for sure, if like you looked up like hashtag lawyers, hashtag lawyers in Georgia or hashtag lawyers in California, you know, like, um, or like law and order, like you may get my dance on there. Cause I did a dance to law and order <laughs> song, but, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I would like, that's like, it's really, um, you can like find anything on there. Like hashtags are like gold on there are key. Yeah, I think the biggest challenge is not to spend like eight hours on the platform because it's, <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> I know it's way it's bad. Like it's so it can get bad. Like I'll just be like, mm-hmm, okay, whatever, whatever. And sometimes like I'll, I'll be on here trying to find ideas, which is fine. But then I'll get like like sucked into like you know a hole of like TikTok like meme videos or something. I don't know. Well, you've got so much value to contribute and you're sharing a ton of information with us at the Organic Marketing Summit, which is happening November 9th through 13th. And in that one week, attendees of the summit are building their 2021 marketing plans alongside over 20 industry leading experts like Kara, who are interested in their success. Tickets are completely free. So there is no excuse. Um, Head over to Organic Marketing Summit right now organicmarketingsummit.com right now and reserve your free ticket before something distracts you. Go ahead and grab your tickets. Kara, thank you so, so much for taking the time to not only present at the summit, but to join me today for this interview. I appreciate you. Oh yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you too, Meg. Thank you so much for having me on. And we both look forward to seeing you at the summit. Bye for now. Bye. Head over to OrganicMarketingSummit.com and grab your free ticket to the Organic Marketing Summit today. It's happening November 9th through 13th, and you definitely don't want to miss it. Bye for now. Do us a favor. Share this podcast to a friend. It's like my mom always says, sharing is caring.